Welcome to Paradelphia Radio. This is Rick Pruitt once again here in the Toxic Studios, the new and improved, even more improved Toxic Studios. And actually sitting here in the studio for the first time in, I don't even know how the hell long it's been, <laughs> is, is Mr. Toxic Mike himself. I, I don't ever get to sit at the big boy table. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. This is kind of cool. And, and with the, the, I mean, people at home listening on podcast version can't know that we have a really nice, <laughs> cool new table, but uh, it feels nice to sit out here and sit and actually look you in the eye yeah. when, when you're doing the show. That's it's pretty cool. It's usually like uh, you're like the Ebola monkey on the other side of the glass. I can't... <laughs> The Ebola, Ebola monkey. <laughs> yes, with a bottle of rum and a bottle of whiskey. Exactly. Just like the Ebola monkey, yes. That, is that how he got it? That's, that's what I'm it saying. It was a really bad hangover. It was really bad. Yeah. Bad, <laughs> bad bottle of hooch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right, so we're back. We've been gone for a couple weeks. That's, uh, that's, that's entirely on me and my uh, crappy uh, health issues, but uh, yeah, we're, we're fighting through it. It happens. Yeah, it's the it's the year of the health issues. So. Yeah, yeah. At least, it's, at least it's not COVID related. That is I've, true. Let me tell you something. I am the least likely to ever have COVID because every single time I have to have anything done as far as tests, before I do it, I have to have a COVID test. I have literally been COVID tested, I think, four or five times and like three times in the last month. It's did, not fun. Do they jam it way oh, far back in dude, there? Dude, they scratch your fucking brain. <laughs> they take the little cute... You know what it's like? It looks like the little thing you drain your sink with. You right. Know, you know, and they jam it up your nose. It goes way up into like your sinus, like touches uh-huh. your brain. I, I've, I've had it once where I had to do it myself, which sucks when you have to jam it so far. Yeah. I had it once where a guy did it. And I mean, it was bad. It sucked. But I, I know people that literally say that it goes as bad as far as you're saying. And, it's and bad. Dude. I don't think I, I don't think I don't think I've experienced it that bad. Or I'm just really good with things being shoved up my nose, <laughs> which would have worked great if I was alive and like an adult in the '80s. But <coughs> and what they do is they tell you uh, 15 seconds, so the girl counts off 15. You know, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three. And as you're doing it, they're like scratching the inside of your brain. And all you can think of is, my God, I've got to sneeze. Yes. Because it makes you want to sneeze. Mm-hmm. And your eyes are watering. And then she's like, oh, i got to do the other nostril now. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jams it up there. So they, they finally finish, and they give you a tissue. And I'm just like, this is I need like 20 more of these. <laughs> I'm, blah, blah, I'm like rubbing my face, and my eyes are watering. And they're like, and I do it in the car. You know, it's like a drive-up yeah. thing. So she's like, okay, you can move now. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't see. I got tears coming down my eyes. I got so. Th- I mean, but it's 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 old hat for you. You you, you understand what what's going oh on. God, it's a fu- like, uh, Laura, Laura in the chat room saying like gushing blood because uh, she had to go get the COVID test after I actually got diagnosed with it. Yeah, and they shoved it in her nose and just they pulled it out and with it came gushing blood oh out God. of her nose. That's not good. And and they they quickly tried to get her as many paper <laughs> towels as possible. And she sends me this picture of like literally drenched paper towels in blood. I'm going. What happened? So good news is she didn't have COVID. Bad news, they pierced her brain. Exactly. Yeah. She she doesn't. She, remember, got a little, she got a lobotomy. <laughs> she doesn't remember things as as great as she used to, and she kind of zones out the TV sometimes. Yeah, it happens. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's been the last couple of weeks. So it's been a mess. Um, but we're back. Now the one thing uh, I want to get into here, and I'm going to do it in a few minutes here. I got a couple things I want to touch on before we get to this. But I, it, the unfortunate thing is, all this stuff happened with me. <laughs> Of course it did. Right after one of the most interesting little uh, incidents I've had in quite a long time. Um, And I mentioned this on social media a little bit uh, at the time. um, And we're going to talk about it tonight. And that was uh, a little incident which which I think, I believe, was a little missing time incident. 
I had uh, about uh, three weeks ago. So we'll touch on that in a few minutes. Uh, but first, I want to touch on a couple other things. Um, want to talk about uh, we're going to have uh, Dash Daring on in a couple weeks talking about Dude, Blob that Fest. Guy's so awesome. Blob Fest 2021 is coming up fast on July the 9th. July the 9th through July 11th. Uh, Blob Fest this year's theme is House of Harris. And uh, the tickets are actually on sale now, Colonial Theater, thecolonialtheater.com. Uh, tickets are 25 bucks. I already bought mine for the weekend. Um, very, very cool. You get a ton, a ton of content. Last year, you got a lot of content with it. This year is even more because they, they you know, I think last year was kind of a rush job because of COVID and every, everyone was trying to, trying to figure, all, figure it all out and figure out what they were going to do, including, you know, the Colonial with this. But this year, they've had a year to plan. And I think they pretty much knew, like a lot of places know, um, even though the world's opening back up again, we're not quite there yet with things like this. What do you mean this. we're not quite there? I went to the bar. Everybody was drinking, having uh, a good time. I, You know, I, I get it. And I haven't, look, I haven't worn a mask into a building in like a week. It's been fucking phenomenal. It hasn't been so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the little things in life, man. I went into Wawa to buy a, you know, buy a drink on the way here. I'm just like... <laughs> <sighs> you know, you see other people wear masks. You just yeah. kind of push them out of aside. my way. <laughs> out of my way. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm gonna burn. I told Mataren I'm gonna burn my mask the way that uh, chicks burned their bras back in the '60s. <laughs> I'm taking every one of them fuckers and burning them on the front lawn. Nice. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, ColonialTheater.com tickets are on sale now. Twenty five bucks so, gets you the weekend, and there's a lot of shit they're doing. So I, I wanted. I had to go into the booth real fast. So they're doing it. It's online again. Online again. Okay. It's, I mean, virtual. not that that's bad. I'm I'm looking forward to the in person, just like everybody yeah, is. Yeah. I know that you know they've been on the show many times before and talked yep. about everything that's included. It's a great time and it's really interactive and a lot yep. of fun. And they're bringing back a lot of um their old um uh stick. You know they 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 do a lot of stuff with the live show that they couldn't do last year or they didn't have time to put together last year with the virtual. This year they're bringing a lot of it back. For example, Friday night. Uh, the whole thing starts at 7 o'clock on Friday night, and they're doing uh, the Shorties, which is a short film festival. So it's like a three-minute film festival. You can submit your, your film in, and they vote on the best films. Miss Blobfest. Oh. You know, Miss Blobfest. A tinfoil hat contest, which oh, apparently boy. they have not done for a while. I didn't know about Blobfest until about three years ago, but apparently this was something they did a few years back. Where you get tinfoil foil and you make like the, these elaborate tinfoil hats. So it sounds like it's pretty cool. I would have liked it if, if it was you get on there and you tell the most elaborate <laughs> conspiracy theory and they choose which one is the most elaborate. The Scream Contest, which I did see live uh, two years ago. That was interesting. I think the girl that won it was like 11. She, she got on the stage and she let rip with this scream that I was in the back of the building and she pierced my ears. <laughs> it was unreal. Costume contest, uh, sci-fi tattoo contest, which is new, uh, and a pet contest. They do a pet costume contest. So that's all Friday night. Saturday, it's all uh, movies. They have matinee movies. They have, obviously, they're playing a blob every few hours, but they have movies like uh, Gula Gogo and um, Dinosaurus. Uh, let's see. They have cartoons in the morning, uh, double features in the afternoon, the blob, 4D Man. Uh, so basically, it goes all the way through Saturday night. Uh, and then on Saturday night, Mr. Lobo is going to come in Mr. and do a, uh, do a spook show again. So he did that again two years ago. They didn't get a chance to do that last year, I don't think, because of the situation. But he's coming back to do a virtual spook show uh, featuring the film Daughter, Daughter of Horror, which that was the film that was on the marquee during the actual filming of The Blob. That's why they do that every year. And then Sunday is more movies, more cartoons in the morning. 
Um, so basically, you're getting, you know, you're getting a, a Saturday night vaudeville show. Basically, you're getting two days worth of movies, uh, and then Friday night is all that stuff I talked about that they're going to do in the theater um, live to you know on air or, or on, you know on streaming. So I mean, for twenty five bucks for a household, that's not a person. Like obviously, you pay for it, and your whole house can stream it. So it's 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 a good deal, and we're yeah. gonna have uh, we're gonna have Dash come on in two weeks uh, on the twenty fourth, I believe, and he's gonna kind of talk it up, and you know they're they're always adding new stuff, new things to it. So whatever comes between now and then, he'll fill us in on. And and if fifty people buy a ticket and say they heard it on Paradelphia, Rick will get a sci fi <laughs> tattoo and enter the contest. Isn't that right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I love I love how I just agree to shit. <laughs> Someone will call me out on it later. Remember when you said... A sci-fi tattoo. Yeah. Well, I've got a, a the tattoo gun, and we're ready so, to do this. Someone will say to Taryn, he, he's getting a tattoo. No. What are, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll get home tonight. She'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you get home tonight, and she has the matching tattoo that she's going to get with you. <laughs> sci-fi tattoo. It's it's a friend's tattoo. <laughs> You're getting Chandler. She's getting Rachel. Dude, we, we, we watched that. Did you watch the reunion? I did not watch it. I've, I've seen so many clips. Oh, my God. And I've, uh, this is way sidetrack. But uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Uh, not from, good. From what I've understood, not good. Not good. It's very sad. And I've seen a lot of clips where they take away the laugh track that's that's there <laughs> and it's just him awkwardly sitting there and yeah. it's just very sad he, he he honestly looks and sounds like he had a stroke <laughs> like seriously like i don't know what happened to him but yeah. he he literally looks and sounds like he had a stroke yeah yeah it's not good well it, ju- it just we've, and turned not it, that old. we've turned into the friends news network yeah uh it, it just found out that his wife is leaving him so that must have been going on at the oh, same did he? time oh really yeah, and a year ago he had some actual surgery for some stuff that mm. went, was going wrong yeah That'll so do it. He, he, he's do been it. going through some times and i'm sure it felt really great to be like and you want to come back for a reunion <laughs> and he's like not really we're gonna have laughs and no 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 laughs no laughs at all <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the story here because I've been I've been dying to talk tell this story. Um, <laughs> by the way, I don't think I told you this. Yes. The day after this happened, I recorded this on my recorder on iPhone. The what is it called? Voice recorder. It's called voice recorder, which is just like the stock recorder on iPhone. Like voice memo. Ne- yeah. Never do that. <laughs> Ever. Because apparently it doesn't. It's not compatible with literally anything. Because I was going to put this on social media. You know, I did this whole spiel. It's like 20 minutes long. I'm telling everything that happened that night. So I figured, all right, I can't do the show, but I'll put this on social media. It literally would not be compatible, wasn't compatible with anything. I could not get this audio anywhere. I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Google it? Google what? Google how to get the audio oh, off. I, I, that's no, how, I didn't. That's how the world works. Yeah, do you I, not understand what the internet... I'm not a millennial. I don't Rick, do these things. I would like to introduce you to the internet. Yeah. There's this thing called Google. Yeah. All right? If you go on it, you know, you can ask it any question. Guess what? It comes up with answers. I think I asked Siri. Not Siri. Uh, It'll what, show you what one? to do. Uh, the, the, the Amazon one. Not Siri. Alexa. I asked Alexa. Yeah. She told me to go fuck myself. So. Did she? Yeah. She did. Did she? She was kind of an attitude. Right now, on on for the stream, on the Facebook stream and the YouTube stream, I'm like the voice from God right now because my picture's not coming up on the screen. So I'm just the <laughs> voice coming through into the out of the, the nether world yeah. into your your ears right That's now. Right. Podcasting people don't know that, and I appreciate you people. <laughs> I don't appreciate the people that are watching, seeing nothing of this beautiful face yeah. on their screen. But anyway, I digress. What? Google, you should have Googled it. Let's not get out of. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> All right, so 
There he is. There I am. There he is. There's that beautiful face. I, I, I in, in, in the control room is giant buttons that you press, but that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. So go with your story. Just glad you're right side up <laughs> and not green. <laughs> all right. So uh, this all happened uh, in the middle of May. So this was a um, a trip that Taryn and I took up to her brother-in-law's in a town called Birdsboro, PA. So we've been going up to this uh, their house for. I don't know, since I've been dating Taryn. This has been 12, 13, 14 years. Um, they have four kids. There's a million different things they do every year. So we take this trip half and from half a dozen to a dozen times a year. Um, and basically, it's it's a it's a very simple trip. It's Aside from a few side roads in Jersey, you know, it's getting on to 676 to 76 West and then 422 West, and then you get off right near Burrsboro, and there's a couple side streets and whatnot, but it's that's the bulk of the trip is those two roads, uh, Schuylkill and then 422. So I've been driving this, like I said, for 13, 14 years. Um, and usually what happens is I'll dr- we'll go up there in the middle of the afternoon, so the, uh, the trip up is during the daytime, but the trip home is at night. And the ironic thing is that I've driven that, ho- that trip home a couple times when it's not been nighttime out, and I've been totally freaked out by the fact that it's light out you ever do that you ever go on a, on a road when you where you know it at night but you don't know it during the day oh, absolutely yeah and you get freaked out because you see too much mm-hmm. yeah it's weird it is it's, it's a weird it's trick weird. that your brain plays on right. you yeah so anyway i took this trip uh with her on uh i think it was sunday the i want to say the 16th or 17th something like that 16th or 17th of um of may so we go up there. We're up there for a few hours for my niece's birthday party, and we left there at, I'm going to say, 9.50. Uh, the reason I say it was 9.50 is because at 9.30, I said to her, it's 9.30, we should get going because I had worked the next day, we hadn't fed the dogs, whatever. When we go to leave my in-law's house, we never just walk out the door. It's one of those things where it's like a 15, 20-minute conversation at the door. We take pictures. You do all that. So... Basically, it's a situation where um, we didn't get out of there for another 20 minutes or so. Um, so I'm going to say 9.50 is when we left there. A trip back and forth without traffic, with any any kind of um, impediments or whatever, like the, uh, you know, anything like that traffic-wise, takes about an hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes, with traffic obviously longer. That night, there was next to no traffic. It was very light traffic. So we left there. We took off at uh, 9.50. We drove, got on 422. Uh, drove all the way up 422 to the point where we had uh, passed where the Philadelphia outlets are. Uh-huh. And this area of road always, it's funny because it always throws me. I know exactly where I am. But when I pass the Philly outlets there, there's a sign that says uh, something to the effect of 76, uh, uh, yeah, 76 uh, East. Um. But I know now that 76 East is nowhere near there. It's going to be another 10 miles or whatever. It's going to be a little while. Right. Right. You got a, you have a few twists and turns, lefts and rights, banks, whatever. There's a section of road that you pass on the left-hand side, which I think is right near King of Prussia Mall, where you have a lot of um, um, housing and a lot of mall uh, buildings on the left-hand side that's lit up very brightly. So that's, that's familiar. And then there's this stretch of road. I stay in the right-hand lane specifically when you get close to uh, 76 because it's usually midnight and I'm not trying to get in the way of some lunatic driving 400 miles an hour at midnight or one in the morning. Mm-hmm. But at one point, at some point you have to get left because when you 
when you do that, you're putting yourself into the lane that leads directly onto 76. So you have to get into to the left lane for a short time, and then that becomes the middle lane that goes right into 76. And when you hit that 76 interchange, you know you're on the interchange at the interchange because it is a really hard bank left. You're at a retaining wall on your left. There's uh, there's a uh, a little retaining wall on the right. You have to slow way way down to like 30 mile an hour. Um, so you're you're obviously right there, but it takes from the time you're passing the um. Philly outlets to, to the time you get to that uh, Philly, I'm sorry, to that 76 entrance, it takes a good, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, seven to ten minutes. And this particular night, um, when I passed that Philly outlet and I saw the sign that said 76 East, there was also one of those um, mobile signs that they put up periodically that are those electronic signs that you'll see on the roads that they say um, they tell you how far you are in minutes from another road or another location. So this particular night, as soon as I passed those outlets, I saw the sign for 76, but I also saw the electronic sign, and the sign said um, 76 entrance, Route 76 East entrance, seven minutes. So I and I thought to myself, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, that sounds about right. Like it's, it, I I would have figured it might be a little bit longer than that. But it sounds about right. It's about seven minutes. So, as soon as I had this thought, literally as soon as I had that thought about, yeah, it's about right, about seven minutes. Uh, the next thing I know, I am on a road that has signs above me all over the place saying 76, Route 76, get in this lane for 76. And I thought, that was really weird because they were like urgently telling you to get into onto the into these lanes for 76, but 76 was a good few miles away. And it was also disconcerting because I didn't, I couldn't place where I was because I, I, I was in what it was, was I was in the far right lane, which I usually get out of to get into that middle lane to enter 76. So I was in the far right lane and I was heading in a direction, which I normally don't head. I don't know where, I don't know where that takes you off to if you take that right-hand lane. It's somewhere in King of Prussia, I guess. But I don't take that lane. So it was confusing to me because I was in that lane all of a sudden, and I had to quickly get left, and immediately I entered that really hard bank to the left that takes you on to 76. And I didn't understand how that was possible because I had just seen a sign that said 76, seven minutes away. I just passed the Philly outlets. I knew where I was. I I know that road back and forth, and I know there's a whole couple sections of road there that I have to pass before I get to the point where I'm entering the Schuylkill. But and yet here I was, literally ten seconds later. And I even said to Taryn at the time, I, I I said, you know, did they did they do something to the road? Did they change the road? And she's in her iPhone. She's not paying attention to the road. You know, she doesn't drive. You know, completely oblivious to what was going on. So I said, you know, did did they change the road? And she's like, I don't know. I said because we're we're entering seventy six, but I I literally just passed a sign that said seven minutes away. Like this doesn't make any sense. And she's like, I don't know. So I, I'm like, all right. So I get on, <laughs> I you know, I get on seventy six, and I'm driving down seventy six, and I get to the point where um, we eventually get to uh, the Maniunk exit which I believe is 338, I think. <clears throat> now, from the Maniunk exit to our house is roughly 20, 25 minutes. 
without traffic. When we got to that Maniunk exit, I happened to look at the car um, clock, and the clock said 10.35 or 10.36. Now, we had just left their house at, uh, at 9.50. So we had gotten from Birdsboro all the way to a point on the Schuylkill where we were about 20 minutes away from our house in about 40 minutes. Jesus. And I said to Taryn, I'm like, how are we here already? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're making really good time. Like, exceptionally, bizarrely good time. And and that she did recognize. She's like, yeah, that's weird. Like, we're, we shouldn't be here yet. Like, even with the best of traffic, it takes another 15 to 20 minutes to get to that point. So I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, this is just, this is weird. So we drove all the way the rest of the way home. And I'm thinking about this the whole way home. I'm just, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Cause we, and I said, you know, we're going to, I kept saying to her a couple times, we're going to get home in about an hour. I've never in 50, almost 15 years ever gotten home from this place in an hour from her brother-in-law or from my brother-in-law's to our house in an hour. It's, it's like, I would have to have done 90 mile an hour. And I, I didn't, I was doing anywhere from 50 to say 70 that night, depending on, you know, if you get behind somebody, you slow down on straightaways. I was doing about 70. Because 422 is dark. If you ever drove 422 at oh, night, yeah. there's it, it no yeah. lights. Nothing. <laughs> so it's a good road to turn your headlights off on. Yeah. It's, ridic- <laughs> it's ridiculously dark. So even on a good night with, with no traffic, I don't go that fast because I, you know, it's not, it's not lit at all. So, you know, 50 to 70, depending on the traffic. Um, so we get home, and I'm freaked out. It's like an hour and like one minute or something. We got home in just barely over an hour. And... It's it's what we usually do when we get home from my in-laws, um, because it's a long trip, and usually we take the trip at night. My sister-in-law likes us to reach out to her and to let her know we're home, you know, just to make sure we get home okay. So I said, all right, I'm gonna text. Her name's Julie. I'm gonna I said I'm gonna text Julie, but I'm not gonna lead the witness here. I'm just gonna say all I said in my text was home, H-O-M-E, meaning we're home. She gets back to me right away, and she's like, "Wow, that was quick." I'm like, yeah, and, and and all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 not holding back now. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Jewel, it was quick. Let me tell you what happened to us, you know. <laughs> so I go through this whole story with her that I just told you, and she's like, yeah, we're laughing, you know, we're kind of joking, and she's making you know, alien abduction jokes and whatnot. Um, but I said to her, I said, look, Jewel, you know, I'm laughing with you, and I'm we're, we're screwing around here. I said, but I'm a little freaked out. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like we just made it home in in an hour. Uh, which is impossible or near impossible at the at the speed I was going, and secondly, there's an entire section of road at the end of 422 leading into 76 that I don't remember driving down at all, at all. <laughs> seven minutes. It said se- the sign said seven minutes to 76. As soon as I saw that, I thought, okay, it's about right. Seven minutes. Blah blah. blah. In, the, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, it's about right. Maybe a little bit longer, but that sounds about right. Boom. Literally 10 seconds later, maybe not even 10 seconds later, I'm zipping right toward the 76 entrance. And I've got to get quickly left to get into that center lane so I don't go off to somewhere I don't want to be. And I don't understand. Like, I I don't understand. So, you know, I get, this isn't the end of it, though. I get home, text her. We have a little conversation. I go to bed. I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous, but whatever. I'm tired. It's fucking 1 o'clock in the morning. So I go to bed. And I, and so I, st- I go to sleep, and apparently I start having this dream. And in this dream, 
I am at my parents' house, and my and I go outside because one of our dogs, one of Taryn and I's dogs, um, for some reason I know she's out back at the house. Her name is Penny, our dog Penny. And I go out there to get her. And the only th- my parents' house, my back, the parents, my parents' backyard used to have trees all over the place, but over the years they they've been taken down and whatever. So the only thing really, it's a square backyard. There's literally nothing in the yard except for these two dogwood trees in the middle of the yard, and then uh, a a, um, a shed in the corner, back corner. But the rest of the yard is like bare of anything. So I go go in the backyard in this dream, and I see Penny, and Penny is tied with a leash to the dogwood trees. And this is going to sound ridiculous. I'm just going to tell you what a dream, what I had in the dream. So I see Penny, and she is tied to the trees, but she is being, it looks like she is being pulled. Like she is off the ground, like maybe hovering, I don't know, two or three feet off the ground. Literally, if a dog could be in a fetal position, she was in the fetal position. Like, she, you know, ar- you know, legs right. tucked, mm-hmm. face down, in this fetal position, and it's it looked like she was being pulled, and the only thing keeping her from being sucked away from the tree was the fact that she was tethered to it with this leash. And in the dream, I start screaming, no, 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 stop, 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 no, 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 stop. And apparently I was really doing this in real life because in my sleep, apparently, Taryn tells me, I started screaming. Oh, shit. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. And she woke up and she woke me up. Like, what are you doing? Like, she had freaked her out because I'm screaming, start screaming, stop, 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 stop in the middle of the night for no reason. So she woke me up, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I, just, I told her the, about the dream. I'm like, this is... I, and I, as I'm waking up, I remember, like, I can hear myself doing it. As I'm waking up, I can hear myself screaming, so I know I, know I was doing it. And I said, look, this is what... This is why. This is a dream I just had. Now, <laughs> was that a subconscious reaction to the fact that I was freaked out from the whole missing time thing earlier? I don't know. Was that somehow related to the whole missing time thing earlier? I don't know. I was asleep during that part of it. You know, it was a dream. I was not asleep during the missing time part of it. That I was driving home. And so I don't have a good explanation for exactly how in the hell I could have gotten from point A to point B on that road and not remembered driving through what had to have been well, it said seven minutes. I'm going to guess, you know, roundabout, it was probably five-ish miles, something like that of road. I mean, I've had those experiences, but that's when I was younger and leaving bars. <laughs> um. I, was not, I was not drunk. <laughs> that, is not, that is not the case. <laughs> that is not, that's not, that the case. not the case. I just want to make sure you weren't leaving a party no, and, yeah. you know, that you know, that's what, what's going on here. There was no liquor involved. There was no... Uh, <laughs> Illegal Extra, substances. Yeah, I was about to say extracurricular. extracurricular substances. No. <laughs> no, none of that. Dude, that is. I've got nothing on that. And, and that's yeah. just creepy. I mean, it, it harkens back in my mind when you're telling the story of the times when. Um, I remember this on, like, I think it was like Unsolved Mysteries or something back in the day, right. where somebody would be at a payphone. Yes, kids, a payphone. We paid for them <laughs> on the side of the road. And somebody at a payphone uh, calling somebody, they'd hang up. And they were asking for somebody to come pick them up or something. Yeah. And then the payphone would ring, and the person would be on the phone being like, 
I was there an hour ago. Where are you? It's been three hours. It's, it's, I was there an hour ago. It's now two hours later, whatever. And and the person's like, I just hung up the phone with you. I've been standing here. Like we're, right. And they lost all this time, and there was no explanation. That's what like hearing your story reminds me of those Unsolved Mysteries kind yeah. of stories. It's, if Unsolved Mysteries was still around, you'd have a good one. It's, it's very bizarre. Uh, it's very, very bizarre. Did you feel different? No. Did something about you? No. Like no like... Uh, as dumb as like as, as cliche as it sounds i i literally looked on my body for marks like i'm thinking well you know this is the shit you hear about people getting fucking abducted by right. by aliens i i don't like this is ridiculous i do a paranormal show that i know how this sounds but this happened or feeling cold or feeling warm or no. feeling something no the only weird thing that happened was that dream but i didn't feel any different i didn't have any marks on me i didn't feel you know bizarre or out very very weird you know out of sorts or, or whatever i i felt confused because <laughs> i didn't know how the hell i had gotten from point a to point b that quickly but i you know um and, so, the, and the dream the dream is the dream sounds like it has nothing to do with it but at the same time the this you know in the same day that right? it happened this like two hours later something like that that's what i'm saying like it, it three hours later it's really awkward. It's really weird. It's it's, it's bizarre. It's um, very bizarre. And so yeah, so I, I've I started looking into um, this idea of of time. You know, we we talk about time as if we know what the fuck it is, and the truth of the matter is we don't. We don't. We no, truly yeah. do not know what we're talking about when it comes to time, because time is 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 so much different than what the average person thinks. Mm-hmm. We look at a clock. We look at a watch. We look at a calendar, and to us, that's time, but that is a human construct. That is that is somebody who, you know, thousands of years ago noticed that, hey, there's a pattern here. The sun comes up over here, and it goes down over there, and it takes so long to go from point A to point B. So if we divide that into these little segments of time, that's a day, and, and the calendar, oh, it takes... You know, uh-huh. 365 days for the sun to come back to this exact point in the sky. So we can divide that up and we it's all human construct. But it doesn't really account for what time truly is. And the fact is that time is malleable. You know, you, you see this when you talk about, um, and again, it's not day-to-day stuff, which is why, mo- why most people don't really understand this or recognize this or think about it. But if you get to extreme situations where, let's say, you're um, uh, gravity, gravity affects time. So if you are in a situation where you are in a heavily, uh, in, like on a different planet, let's say, or near a different planet that has a much denser gravity than Earth, time will move slower for you. So whereas 200 years passes here on Earth, it might be five years for you. Mm-hmm. You know, time is malleable that way. So it's it's... When you talk about incidents like I just explained, you know, where where time goes missing, seven minutes of my life just went missing. It sounds ridiculous, but is it really that ridiculous? Like, I don't know the explanation for it, but you hear these stories all the time and and nobody has explanations for this, you know, I've got, I mean, I'm speechless because, you know, usually I have something to go at you with or something to go with you on. But when you're talking about time and you you put it in those terms, you, we really don't know anything about it. 
and to try and say that we have con- we don't have control over time. We what of what we think is time, or just the space and movement and something happened just a second ago and that's in the past and movement that's the key that's what i'm saying change yeah time is change it's just movement it's just there is no such thing as you know next year or last year it's just just change change is happening consistently without everything is always changing yeah whether we believe in time or not without change there is no time right and without time there is no change you know you, you you can't have one without the other if if the world if I could snap my fingers and the world were just to stop frozen for a year, let's say, and nobody aged and nothing happened, you not a not a molecule was any different, but time passed in a traditional sense for a year, and then I snap my fingers again and and it comes back. Did that year actually happen? Did a year pass? Really? Because nothing changed. So if nothing changes, did time actually pass? I gotta go get the whiskey. I, know. I gotta go get the whiskey. I know. <laughs> this is this is deep stuff. This is this is that uh, uh, we, you mentioned all the time the the stoner talk or, or the or the or uh, in my in my uh, way of thinking the whiskey talk. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I, I mean, it's it's legitimate questions. I mean, you you have these situations where people have these these missing time incidents, or they or better yet, they go um, they step into. We talked about these stories before where they step into uh, what seems like a different time period. Uh, we talked about, I remember we talked about one story a long time back um, about these two ladies uh, that were in, I think it was Versailles, France, back in, I think it was 1901, I want to say. And they were at a castle in Versailles that used to be Marie Antoinette's castle back in the 1700s or whenever she was around. And these two were walking through the gardens and all of a sudden they saw people in dress that was like way out of time and they heard people talking about Marie Antoinette as if she was in the building you know you know it was 17 whatever and they went through this whole phase for five minutes and then they kind of stepped around the corner and they were back where they normally were so what the fuck just happened Uh did you step through some kind of a time portal or call it what you want dimension or whatever you want to right so, you know, and you have these missing 411 cases in the in, in the woods and all these places where people just poof out of existence. You can't find them. They're gone. There's no tracks. There's no debris. There's no signs of a struggle. They just, and I'm not talking like they go out in the woods and they're gone for days and you can't find them. I'm talking like they're ahead of you 25 yards on the trail. They go around a corner and then they're gone. You know, you're you, they're out of your sight for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and they're gone. <laughs> you know, th- w- what happens to these people? So, as crazy as this story sounds, and, it, and believe me, I, it sounds crazy to me. I, I get it, and I, I'm he- like, I, I tell the story, but I'm hesitant because I do the show. I do this show, so if I were a skeptic, I would hear myself and go, "Oh, he's making something up to sh- for the show." Content, yeah. He's making content for the show. You know, he, this is what he talks. This is what he does. It's what he talks about. Next thing, he's going to have a incident with a with a Bigfoot. You know, whatever. I get it. I understand. I've I've heard people that have done radio shows like this, podcasts like this, where they've had things happen. I could. This is not the only thing that's happened. We I have had some bizarre shit. Taryn and I have both had some bizarre shit happen in our lives over the last ten or twelve years that I could use as content for the show. That I haven't 
haven't brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, we this has nothing to do with this, but this is the one that comes to mind right now. <sighs> I want to say four four years ago, she was at the mall, the Deptford Mall, and she was shopping, and I was at um, I might have been doing the show or something that night. But we were in two different places. Each had our own car. She got home that night and she said, oh shit, my wallet is gone. Her wallet was missing. So she thought she dropped it in the mall. She dropped it, you know, whatever. She had been over in Philly that day, doing, you know, working. She called everywhere. She called the mall. She called the store she was in. She called the people she had been with over in Philly. Nobody had this wallet. We figured, fuck, it's gone. So, you know, we chalked up the money, the cash is a loss. We did the whole credit, cancel the credit cards, get a new, she got a new driver's license, all this shit. All right. So this this took weeks to get this fixed. But shit happens, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go on with our lives. This was in like May. We go on with our lives. You know, I had um, gotten a new car. Uh, or no, I didn't get, I'm sorry, I didn't get a new car, but I it was a fairly new car that I had gotten right before that. So, um, I was trying to keep up on the maintenance because my ten- my cars get get messy. <laughs> so <laughs> I I was trying to keep up on that. So I I cleaned that car out a couple times that summer. Um, and I know I did this because it was purposely done because I did it. And there's a reason I'm saying this. About eight months later, um, I uh, she's takes my car to go somewhere. She drove somewhere, and she couldn't find something she had dropped on the floor of my car. So she got out of the car and she went around to the passenger side and she looked under the seat to try and find whatever it was she dropped, money or something. She comes in the house and she's got this look on her face like she just saw a ghost. I'm like, what's going on? She's holding her wallet that she had been missing for about eight months. And she, I said, where did you get that? She like, oh, it was under your seat in your car. Now, how the fuck her wallet got under my seat in my vehicle when she had lost it when she was out in Philadelphia and and or in the mall, she was not driving my car that night. She was nowhere near me. I was out doing something else entirely until 11 or so at night the night she lost her, her license or her uh, wallet. How eight months later, and I cleaned that car. That's why I said I cleaned the car. I cleaned that car. A couple times that summer because it was new and I wanted to keep up on keeping it clean. So I did the whole, you know, I'm cleaning out under the seats and blah, blah, blah. And I vacuumed it out. And eight months. And she went out there that day and she pulled that fucking thing out from under her or under my passenger seat. How that got there, I have literally no earthly explanation for. Taryn, <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. She's not listening. Look, look me in the eyes on the video feed. All right. Look at me. Stop messing with this man. Stop it. I understand it's funny to you and your friends. It's a curse. I understand that you all get a, a, a good laugh about it, <laughs> slipping him a, a, a whatever you're slipping him, like your Bill Cosby to make time freaking disappear <laughs> and going ahead and, and taking your, your wallet and, and you're eight months later and putting it underneath this car seat. I, I Stop. Slipping a Mickey. Stop with this. All right. It's just knock it off. I don't want to hear about it anymore. All right. Yeah. That should that I, should that should be fixed. I mean, I you know, she number one, she wouldn't do a joke like that, but even if she did, she wouldn't put herself through the hell she went through 
getting that all that shit redone, like the credit cards and all that. So yeah, I, mean, I don't. Maybe she's some epic uh, prankster, so, yeah, psychological prankster. Was, yeah, you're saying all this, and I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> as you're going through it. First off, I'm like, holy shit, it's crazy. But at the same point, I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's how, it, how. What would be worse? You know, never knowing what happened. Yeah. Or learning that she was behind the wallet thing and went through <laughs> all that trouble just to play a trick on. I you. mean, I, if she was behind it, I'd be a little impressed. You, that, there, you there's can't. you got to be impressed by that. There's some effort. You got. There's you gotta, there. There's dedication. You got to give her some respect on that one. Yeah. There's there's, <laughs> there's commitment there. If, if she. <laughs> She said, oh, I'm going to screw myself over, have to go get a new license, get a new all new credit cards, you know, lose, I don't know how much, 50 bucks, whatever it was, it was in her wallet, get new debit cards from the, from the bank, which was a big pain in the ass. The whole time, she's like she's like one of those uh, evil yeah. doers on the old cartoons. I can't wait until eight months from now when I pull the rug out from under him. <laughs> right? Yeah. Look, I... That is, there's been a few things that have happened, but that is definitely one of the ones where I just, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. The only thing I come back to, uh, we've, had, and I know it sounds crazy, I know, but all this is all this is crazy. I come back to, um, we had Varla Ventura on a couple times on the show, um, and Varla has done a few books on various topics, and one of the ones she did did a book on was, um, uh, like tr- um, trolls and. Pukas and brownies and um, basically elves and you know that kind of thing. And apparently, uh, based on the stories you hear from various cultures, these creatures are pranksters, and they will do this. They will take shit and put it in a different place, and you will find, you know, the uh, I don't know the, the the spoon you put in the kitchen ten minutes ago. You'll find it in your bedroom or whatever. Um. That is the only like as as ridiculous as this sounds. That is the only explanation that is in my mind when I when I think of this incident. Like it, there's no there's nothing else. There's nothing else. There is no physical human logical way that that could have been in my car. It just couldn't. Trolls. And and, and I trolls is God it? God damn it, trolls! I got I got trolls. Apparently, underpants, gnomes. gnomes, or whatever. Underpants, gnomes. Uh, it's I, it's ridiculous, man. It, it it is ridiculous, and it is crazy that this stuff happens to you. And it is crazy that I don't know if it's something where you're more susceptible to it because you're in that. I do the show mindset. It's possible that you, you're just more susceptible to it. I've heard that. Yeah, you know, uh, not me personally, but I've heard that in general. Like when you when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. You like, know, you you have that aura about you that you. I I, I don't want to say this sounds wrong. What I'm about to say, you've bought into all this stuff. It's not right. buying into it. Right. You've heard enough stories. You've talked to enough people. You've researched enough stuff that has 100 percent made you question. Yeah. The existence of this stuff instead of just blindly like I do, just shutting it off and putting a wall up. Right. Or you know, you're not 100 percent in on every little thing, but no. you've got that ability to accept that this stuff could be real, and and maybe that in the universe of of this whole thing leaves you susceptible to this stuff happening to it's, you. It's kind of like the one you know the, the the one white crow theory. Like if there's one white crow out there just one uh-huh. then there are white crows so 
if if these things happen, which clearly they have to mm-hmm. me a couple times, then they happen. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I believe every person that has a story f- from top to bottom, left and right, but shit has happened to me that I can't explain. Right. So, and it's not like I'm just hearing these stories secondhand. Like, this is this shit's happened to me. Mm-hmm. So, look, what am I going to say? Like, look, man. I, who I'm, am I to judge? I am with you 100%. Um, with with what has been happening in the news recently, and with what I've been seeing, and me doing more research and not just you know not paying attention to it, and what I'm talking about is the UFOs mm. and and the government yeah. finally coming out and yeah. what we're seeing, and I just watched one the other day where it, it's 100% naval uh, navy uh, personnel uh, pointing out that there's something out there, and you watch it move up, down, left, right in in patterns that no other ship or no other flying device moves in at that speed and that uh, how big it was and then you watch it just submerge into the water and uh then it harkens me back to my alien dreams yeah and it makes me go you know it wasn't a coincidence that i brought that up on the show and it wasn't a coincidence that everybody kind of you know turned very slowly to me and went what are you talking about (laughs) Um, yeah, you you so, need to be a believer. Because so some of the you know the, and and that's some weird shit with man. the government finally coming out and and witnessing this stuff and it kind of sucks that it happened or is happening during a pandemic because people got other <laughs> things to worry about. Uh, Maybe that's and, why they're putting it and, out and, now, and it's not the number one thing on the news, which it should but, be. But that it, might be why they're doing that. Yeah, they're coming out with it now because there's a million other things going on that, that people are worried the about. Blow. Yeah. It softens the blow to to the yeah to society. People, some people are seeing it, some people aren't. It's it's word of mouth now, and it's not a complete panic. So um, I'm you're you're mentioning this, and it it triggered in my mind right before we we got on air. Like literally, as a, the theme song was playing, I had something pop up on my phone, where apparently about an hour ish ago they they wanted to know about your extended warranty <laughs> on your vehicle. Oh no, sorry. The government put a uh, or I'm sorry, the New York Times put an article out saying the government apparently has come out saying that they found no evidence that the aerial sightings were aerial spacecraft so the government is now coming out and they acknowledge that they don't know but they don't know what they were so what so this is kind of a weird thing now this is like you're saying this is weird like the government's coming out and they're talking this is now part of a discussion the government never never wanted to say obama was on 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 an interview where he said that these things were real yeah, they, they didn't want to say boo about this before. Right. But now you got them coming out to the New York Times saying government finds no evidence the aerial settings were alien spacecraft. The stra- strange objects witnessed by Navy pilots remain unexplained, but officials briefed on a new study said they are not secret technology from classified American programs. Okay, so if they're not secret American classified technology, they found no evidence that they're alien spacecraft, but what does that mean exactly? What what evidence would show that these are alien spacecraft? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, I, I get that you can't you, you can't, can't prove a negative. You, yeah, you can't prove that it's not if you if you don't know what it is that the, you're proving. So that it's not. so so they didn't find anything that said made by aliens, made on Zeta Reticuli. That would be really helpful if that's what <laughs> it, it has would. on it. <laughs> it would be helpful, <laughs> but apparently they did not find that. So I don't know what that statement's supposed to mean exactly. Um, other than they're trying to downplay the alien uh, yeah, portion of it. But there's so many other things it could be. All right, it's not American. 
Okay. They're saying it's not alien. All right, let's go with that. Whatever the hell that means, but let's go with that. But it could be another country. Maybe, you know, the U.S. doesn't have, isn't privy to all the information from every other country. So maybe there's something going on somewhere else in the world. They have weird technology we're not aware of. I, I would be so amazed that they haven't flaunted that yet, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing that they have not addressed at all, because it's even crazier than aliens, I guess, is what about time travel? What about this being somebody coming from the future that has this technology coming back and, you know, we're seeing it in our skies because they're visiting it. Maybe it's, this might be a, tra- I mean, this sound, again, it sounds ridiculous, but think about this. If they can somehow figure out time travel in a hundred years, a thousand years, whatever, what better uh, vacation destination could there be than let's go back to the year 2021. Let's go back to 1776 and we'll watch the Battle of Gettysburg or not Gettysburg, but whatever, uh, Battle of Yorktown uh, or whatever the fuck that was. I wouldn't know. The, the revolution is what I'm saying. Like, my, my point is, um, if, if you're a teacher in the year 2400 and you're teaching history and there's an option to go, hey, step into this little uh, device here and we're not going to talk about the Battle of Gettysburg. We're going to go there and we're going to kind of hover up in the sky and we're going to watch it happen. Sounds crazy. I get it. Sounds morbid too. Because why would you want to watch yeah, that? Well, shit? I'm just saying. Whatever. I know. I know. <laughs> That's an I, example. I, I I totally get it. But I, I I have a vivid imagination. I'm picturing over top and just watching people, <laughs> people die. Dying. <laughs> Look at that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But the thing is, we don't know. Yeah. And 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 okay, maybe it's not aliens. I don't know. They're saying it's not. Let's go with that. Whatever. Maybe it's not American technology. Maybe it's a foreign country, or maybe it's something completely out of the out of left field that they're not even considering, like what I just described. How do you know it's not that time travel, interdimensional beings? They can't prove that. Yeah, you can't. You can't prove it. Yeah. You can't prove that. But you it's also weird. can't disprove that. That's weird. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, with them, it, it seems to be ramping up, and you're hearing more and more. Of these videos being released and not being disproven, well, you know why? As far okay, go ahead. Because on the, uh, the I think it was the was it the COVID bill, I believe. Part of the I think it was the yeah, COVID it was something bill that said yeah. Back in December, there was something written into that bill, a stimulus, the stimulus bill. One of the stimulus bills, there was something written into that bill that stated that the government had six months from that date to disclose publicly what they knew about the UFO slash UAP yeah. phenomenon. So that That is coming up, I think it's on July, or I'm not July, June 25th, 26th. It's like three weeks from now. So that date is rapidly approaching, where the government has to come out and, and tell the public, hey, this is what we know. Now, are they really going to do that? Are they going to tell us everything? Are they oh, not going to redact not. anything? I seriously doubt it. <laughs> but that's what they're supposed to do. And they have to do something. They can't just do nothing. But you also can't release even the, the slightest bit of information they've already released and really expect everybody to just go, okay. Yeah. 
Well, no. Right he, now they can because everybody's preoccupied. But I'd imagine once everything starts going back to normal, yeah. you know, and the news agencies don't have COVID or the 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 mandates nonstop or, or across their screens, and they start pushing this more and more. Hey, remember this? Like, yeah. I, I feel like something's got to the bubble's got to burst in some way, shape, or form. I mean, in a way, in a, in a weird way, this is a little more. I mean, if they came out and said it was aliens, that would be. Uh, earth-shattering and, and nerve-wracking, but is it really any less nerve-wracking to say we don't know? Hey, it, this shit's in the sky, buzzing our naval bases, nuclear bases, whatever, but we don't know what it is. Is that any with, less nerve-wracking than saying it was aliens? With all the technology that we have, and you know, I, I, I've been to some of these uh, DOD uh, um conferences where they have all this technology i i work in that industry i yeah. mean it's not a secret that i do it's you um you're but, the one but going to some of these conferences you get to see the technology that they have right. and all of the uh, sonar and and capabilities of you know seismic acoustic sensors that they have and all this stuff that can pinpoint these lasers and it's like to look at all this stuff and to know that they can you know from so many miles away with a with a camera pinpoint exactly the the digit on your credit card shoot an apple off your head even even <laughs> even more precise than that and all of this this technology that they have at their disposal on these ships on these planes at these base stations but they can't tell what these things are. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, no. it's, yeah I get it's it. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you're right. Like, they have all this technology, they have all this knowledge, and they're saying they don't know what they are. Now, again, you, you take that with a grain of salt. Um, do they really not know? Because that's possible, too. You're saying you don't know. Do you really not know? Or are you just not telling us? Yep. You don't know. You, mm -hmm. you just... there's There's been such distrust built up with the government over all these years that you don't, you know, you don't believe them when they say yes, and you don't believe them when they say no. You just hope that one of these mofo's on their on their <laughs> deathbed just releases oh, something have. that's They've real. That? No, but some hard evidence. Yeah, yeah. Some real, not not the not not the uh, the alien autopsy from back in the day where we found <laughs> out it was completely staged. Like some hard evidence. The Fox alien autopsy from oh 1995 or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh so anyway. That is uh, that is my story. Uh, getting back to the original point, uh, that missing time story. So I don't know. So I'm going back up there. Um, I think it's on the twelfth. We're going back up there for my uh, nephew's graduation. Uh, graduate graduation party. So on that day, uh, I'm going to pay really, really close attention on the drive there, and especially on the drive back to that section of road. Um, and the thing is, if, if I see that section of road there and I drive it like it, like I normally do, right? to me, that lends itself to saying, well, something weird happened on that last trip. However, if I go there and I go from point A to point B again for the second straight trip, zip right from the, you know, the outlets all the way to, to, to 76 in 10 seconds, that's even weirder. Then you found a wormhole. I've found a wormhole, apparently. <laughs> Or a wormhole found me. I don't know. Ew. Is that at the bar? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> my God. Sorry. There's a reason why you're not at this table. Sorry. That's usually a this joke. Is, that's usually a joke that would happen between me and Genevieve. <laughs> this is... Yeah. 
This is why you're not at the big boy table. This is why. This is why I've been banned from yeah. this room. Yeah. Even though I, even though I'm the boss, <laughs> there should be a sign out there that says "No food, no drink, no toxic no, mic, no mic." <laughs> All right. So uh, that, you know, we're getting to be uh, about an hour here. We, we're going to wrap up. But that's that's it. So I kind of wanted to throw that out there. Um, it wasn't uh, much of a, 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 a show for new topics or whatever, but I had been putting that off for two weeks, two and a half weeks. So I wanted to get that out there and let everybody know what it was I was referring to when I put that out on social media a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually had I actually did contact um, a couple of people that I know are researchers of strange phenomena in um, Pennsylvania. Um, I've read a couple of their books. They have. Um, websites uh, one guy's name is is lon strickler um and um i forget his uh butch uh wykowski butch winkowski uh these two guys are pretty well-known researchers of strange anomalies and i reached out to them because they know that area pretty well um in fact they there was a, a story that i think it was lon strickler put out about a week or two before this happened to me about some kind of a creature sighting on 422 something something you know, that wasn't my experience, but it was a weird thing that happened on the same road. What's going on out there? So, uh, point is that uh, when we go up there again on the twelfth, um, I believe uh, I talked to Butch, and Butch is gonna um, wants me to stop by. He lives right in Birdsboro, right right near where my in laws live. So he wants me to stop by and uh, talk to him about this. And who knows, you know, uh, uh, if they're gonna look into it further, if they're gonna, I, I don't know what they could possibly do, but whatever. But I want to get it out there because you never know. You, you don't know. Like I, you know, it's 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 weird. It it did happen. That's all I can say. I I got no explanation for it, man. I got nothing. So that said, it's been a very interesting night. It's been a uh, nice conversation having you sit here in in uh, in studio. Yeah, very very cool to to be on this side and look through to the other side of the. The wall. Watch the production production monkeys dance on the other, on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Very interesting. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, so again, I want to uh, let you guys know, social media wise, we are on Facebook. We are at Paradelphia on Twitter. Uh, Toxic Radio, Toxic Radio Live on, on uh, Twitter, and ToxicRadio.net on the interwebs. Yes. So you guys got to check all that out. Uh, we put content up all the time. Mike puts content up for for. Uh, for toxic and there's some cool stuff going down a lot of good shows here uh mm-hmm. adding adding new content all the time I've, I've been in talks with some very interesting people about bringing their uh content their shows over to the network so yeah hopefully as, as we go into the summer months uh we're going to be having some good times here in toxic very very cool all right guys so we're going to wrap things up so again thanks to mike uh for coming in studio thanks to the uh, production crew behind the behind the wall there we we love you guys we we, we joke but you know <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be all for tonight. I will talk to you guys next week. I am Rick. We are Paradelphia, and we are out of here.